NFL trainers and Pokemon enthusiasts. Introducing Go Battlecast, your weekly fix for all things Pokemon Go and Pokemon. Get the unfiltered, raw truth on the game, culture, and community. So, let the battle begin. Here are your hosts, Zach Duarte and Dominic Zingali. Back here on the Go Battlecast podcast, episode nine, coming at you. A lot of stuff for us to get into here as we have a new event. We have maintenance being done to our servers. We have new Pokemon. We finally have a shadow event, Dom. Bum, 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 bum. And we have a new legend on the podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I, I teased it last week. I peer pressured Dom into hitting legend, and he did it. So we'll talk about that in just a little bit as well. We also had Dom featured on one of King's videos, right? You were shoutcasted on a video from King, which you sent me. So I'm sure we'll get into that as well. How you doing, Dom? Been an interesting week. It's been an interesting week, that's for sure. Yeah. What's what's new? No, nothing's really new for you, right? Life's just regular. Nothing. No, Hidden Legend being featured on Prime YouTubers' videos or anything like that. Nothing new, right? No, not like that. No. no. Just making sure. Just making sure. I'm just kidding. You did it. You did it, man. I'm so happy because we are inching towards the end of the season, right? We still have a, a three weeks left, three yeah. plus weeks end, left. End of November. I'm glad you did it. I'm glad you got it out of the way. I don't have to sweat it. I don't know if you're like me. I was really excited for Ultra League Premier Classic, and I'm not anymore. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm not playing it at all. I'm not playing GBL very much. I tanked a little bit because I wanted to run Spice. And so now I'm down. I'm back down in the 2700s, which I don't really care. My ELO from last season finished like 2500, and I was legend, right? And I, I always imagine trying to climb on that last week of the season, being in the 24, 2500s, and seeing a legend, going up against a legend. You're like, you son of a bitch. Why are you down here in my ELO? What are you doing? And then you see that I'm running like Porygon Z. I really enjoy using it. So I've been using a Gengar, Obstagoon, Porygon, Z line. So I'm double weak to fighting. What's your lead? Gengar. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll usually throw a couple fast moves and then I'll bolt to the Porygon Z, see if they pull out the fighter and go from there. But I, I try to hit him with that Zap Cannon and I'm also running Hyper Beam on my Obstagoon. So I'm just I'm just going for the the... The you know, nukes. The nukes, exactly. So, and, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But I'll tell you what. If I win one out of five games and I land the nukes, I'm happy. Yep. I'm happy. Yep. That's been my week. Your week, you hit legend. Tell us how you did it because you were in PvP purgatory last week, if I remember correctly, right? You had PvP PTSD. You have since climbed out. You have been rehabilitated. And now you are legendary status. Talk to us. Yep. There you go. Speaking of nukes, basically the team, the OG team that I had for the past couple seasons was always so, so close from hitting Legend, end up having to switch to something else just to cross over. But finally, this time around, the good old OG team worked. Galita as the lead as, I mean, I, I love Galita as the lead, but we had Surfetch with Braybird talking about nuke moves because we nuked a bunch of Pokemon with Braybird. And then we had the good old bulk in the back with Lapras with Ice Beam and Surf. So... No Skull Bash. Ice Beamed has helped me quite a bit with those grass and flying types and some of those fighters. 
when they want to bring in a fighter against the Lapras. That good old Ice Beam gets it right down to the last itty-bitty health there. But, yep, overall was pretty good. Uh, well, I don't want I mean, happy that I hit Legends, but the fact that the first 40 battles was hell because we were like so you did this on go battle day yeah we did everything go battle day i i did all my well we have 20 sets 20 total? sets yep i did manage to hit legend on my 19th set so oh, wow yeah and then the 20th wow. set we we did get pikachu libre no shiny bad ivs but um but yeah i mean it, it was it was crazy like i think the first 40 battles on the top of my minds was just terrible. I, I was trying to use the same team that I had previously before, you know, the, the days before. And, and just so people remember, you were around the 2800 to 2900 range. Yeah, I was I was stuck in the 2805. That was the, the lucky number, the 2805, the quote unquote lucky number. And then those first 40 battles, I know some people were watching and I was just going down. I think I went as low as 2662. And then I was like, I can't play anymore. I tried Magnezone at one point and a few other random Pokemon, Crobat. Nothing was just working. I don't know. Just nothing worked. And then I went back to the OG team, just got familiar with it, and just slowly to... You refreshed the algorithm is what you did. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but everything pretty much went just Brave Bird. I, just, I was just so mad. I'm just Brave Bird, Brave Bird, Brave Bird, Brave Bird. <laughs> Well, you did like a YouTube short with it, and it was it, it got a, a bunch of views, right? Yeah, it, it was hilarious. It's probably the most viewed video, 11,000. You got to check it out. You got to check out Pogo Doms on YouTube. Watch the short. It's hilarious. It's funny. It's a great job of editing by you. And then you were featured on King's channel, right, with your team? Yep. So I was supposed to have a coaching session with them, and things didn't work out because we hit Legend, and yeah, just traded in the coaching session to the video itself. So I just gave him a bunch of highlights and a couple other options and he went with the highlight reel and yeah, he shoutcasted that. So I'm really, really appreciate it, King, if you're hearing this. It's still to me, it's a wild thought when I think that people pay for Pokemon Go Battle League coaching. To me, that's a wild thought. They, they Yes, they can pay. I didn't pay for it. But you, you pay somehow, right? There's some kind of... Not, Time, but... May, maybe not cash being transferred from one hands to the other, but I don't know how it works. You send something on Twitch or whatever, right? Well, when you're watching, you generate points, and the way to boost those points, which to me is not really that too much, is by subscription. So uh, besides that, uh, I mean, with King's thing in particular, it's 50,000 points, and I think, I don't even know the numbers, I think it's like 30 minutes or so many minutes, you get about 60 points. So you're trading a lot of time to uh to trade in for that okay so what's the benefit of that for king i don't know I, i'm not in the twitch world i'm not in the twitch realm i'm not very involved in it so i don't understand how it works you know when i go to watch you on twitch there's a bunch of things i don't know what the hell they mean i gotta use 10 coins to send that I, I don't know i don't yeah, know what i'm yeah. doing on twitch well i mean i don't know how king's thing works for himself but as far as i know is that you get paid based on the amount of people that do subscribe but i think you have to have a high number for that you got to have a good couple hundreds to maybe up to a thousand subscribers a month just to uh to make some income coming back because i know someone did the math for that obviously you have sponsors as well too that helps tremendously and uh you know don't put your eggs in all in one basket i'm assuming he's probably making his money elsewhere between youtube patreon and a few other things oh for sure for sure so it's just a wild concept to me that people 
pay some way or another, but you're saying it's not what I'm thinking it is, right? Where I'm thinking people are paying like, hey, I'll pay you $50 for an hour of coaching. That's not that's not what's happening is what you're saying? Not not through Twitch, no. I mean, maybe through Patreon they may have something like that, but I haven't looked through into that. So. Well, I've seen different Patreon subscriptions where it's like, hey, pay $10 a month and you'll get a one-on-one coaching session, which to me, as the person doing the coaching, is not worth it, right? Yeah. I'm getting $10 for that hour. Like That's less than minimum wage almost. So I, I've seen that before, um, but yeah, just a wild thought. So you were featured on King's channel, which is pretty badass and awesome. You hit legend, so you had a good week. And uh, we may be the only podcast, I don't know, maybe the Battle Cats podcast that has a 100% legend status by its uh, podcast hosts. We may be the only one, I don't know. The, the, the Battle Cats, I, uh, obviously, I think Zionic just hit legend. Oh, he did? I believe so. I believe he just put out a video. Because he's always slow to hit legends. Yeah, yeah. He goes on his own pace. But uh, those guys also put a podcast out like once a month. Yeah. So, you know, you can... <laughs> can you put us in the same category? I don't, know. I don't know. Awesome. Congratulations, Dom. Super happy for you. You do not have to stress the rest of the season. Uh, and we do have a no, another Go Battle Day, which we'll talk about in here in just a little bit. But now, what this means, Dom, is that you qualify for London. We. We. That's correct. We. That's correct. We, we. Now, there's there's a whole road to getting to London, right? Which I believe the next step is regionals. Yep, that's correct. Which for us would be in Orlando because we're in South Florida. And the next step in regionals is... Florida Regional Championships, April 1st through the 3rd at the Orange County Convention Center. So a couple hours away for us. The early registration requirement is Legend Ranking Season 9, which both of us have done. So we officially have qualified for the Florida Regional Championships, Dom. Good old April. Here we come. So we have to make some plans for April Fools Yeah, to be up in Orlando. So if you guys are going to be up there, let us know. Hit us up. Maybe we could carpool. Gas is expensive. Yep. So if you're a, a a legend rank right now, we could start making plans. Now, I believe they said there will be other ways to qualify, and this, that could also include season 10. So plenty of time for you to still qualify. Obviously, hitting legend in, in, in season 9 is one way, and I believe season 10 will also qualify a person for the regional championships. So I have no idea what the hell happens at regional championships. I've never done anything like this before. Me neither. Not for gaming. Right. So who the hell knows? Now, there are regional championships all over the world in the United States and Canada. There will be one in Vancouver at the end of May. Milwaukee will be in the middle of June. And then North American International Championships towards the end of June. So I don't know exactly how this works. Do we only have to compete in the Florida Regional Championships? I would imagine so. I don't. I don't see why not. Okay, because they're they, the dates are very far apart. Florida Regional Championships are April first through th- through the third. The Vancouver Regional Championships are at the end of May. So this is 50, 60 days in between those two events, and then there's two other regional championships in the month of June. So I'm not exactly sure, but you would think if, if hypothetically speaking, you or I were to do well at the Florida Regional Championships, we would then advance to the next phase, correct? I would imagine so. I would think there should be another phase, so 
I mean, we kind of, it'll kind of suck. You know, you, you win regional and then you go world and then you lose your first match, you go home. Yeah. I, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, that, that, that would make the most sense, right? And I believe it's the top four are invited to the world championship is what I'm looking at here on the uh, Pokemon Go Championship Series page on Pokemon.com. So, you know, the sooner we have more information on that, we will disseminate that throughout the podcast as well. But we can start making some reservations, Dom. We can start making some plans. We can go to Epcot. We can go to Universal. And then we're going to go and compete in Pokemon Go Regional Tournament in Orlando April 1st through the 3rd. All right, so put it on your calendar now. You got six months to plan for that. And if you've hit Legend, hit us up on Twitter. Let's carpool together. Let's save some money. Gas is getting a little ridiculous. I can only imagine what it will be next year at this point as well. Yeah, it was like 370 when I filled up to the car today. So what kind like, of gas are you putting in your car? Ugh, man, that's, you putting that, that like a- extreme, yeah. putting that extreme gas in your car? Yeah. You got to put the regular, man. Pedal to the metal for April. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> You gotta put you gotta, you gotta put the uh, the regular gas in there, man. <laughs> Pedal to the metal. Are you really one of these people that puts like premium gas in your car? No, it's just regular. You paid three seventy for regular. Where the hell were you? That was at a Shell's gas station. You Parkland people. Uh, was it Parkland's? Yeah. Yeah, that would be Parkland. Moving along, we are in the midst of a new event here in Pokemon Go, the Festival of Lights. Pokemon Go event, brand new event. Niantic is debuting in Pokemon Go that will celebrate the Diwali Festival of Lights. And really the main feature in this event is a new Pokemon, the Denny, I believe is how you say it, a a Gen 6 Pokemon. Basically another variant of Pikachu. A baby Raichu. It's just a variant of Pikachu. I don't know if you've seen the Loki TV series on Disney+. Plus. But the show is about Loki and different variants of Loki in different timelines. There's like a kid version of Loki. There's a woman version of Loki. There's an alligator version of Loki. There's an old man version of Loki. That's what the Denny is. It's just a variant of Pikachu. There's Pachirizu. There's the Denny. There's Plusle and Minin. There's Mimikyu. There's all these other variants of Pikachu in almost every single generation. And so that's what the Denny is. You're not going to fool me, Pokemon Company, right? I, I-, I get what you're doing. Every generation, you kind of want to have a Pikachu look like, and the Denny was it for Gen 6, I believe, Kalos region. It is a electric fairy typing, no evolution, and it's basically only viable in Great League. You cannot really use it in Ultra League. I'm, su- I'm sure somebody will eventually. For one of those stupid videos, where, look, look at my level 50 to Denny. <laughs> I don't even know if I would do that. Yeah, I know I'm talking I about mean, myself. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think even Great League is questionable. <laughs> but based off of the videos I've seen, this is going to be a Pokemon that will be really good in, in featured cups. Maybe the Remix Cup, where the top 20 Pokemon are not allowed because it gets really hard-walled by a lot of the meta in the Great League, Stunkfist, Bastiodon, a lot of these steel types really, really wall a Dedenny that only has electric and fairy type moves, doesn't have any coverage type moves. So I, I got me a rank one. It's powered up. It's ready to go. But I will probably 
not be. I got it on my run this morning, as a matter of fact. I went out for a run, put the game on. I carry my phone in my hand when I run. I don't put it like on my arm or in my pocket. I don't trust myself. <laughs> and there was a Dedenny. Opened it up, caught it, checked the IVs, 01412, I believe it was. Checked the Go Stadium PvP IV rankings. Rank one. I was very surprised about that. But uh, it not, doesn't seem like something that will have a lot of play in regular Great League, but in the Specialty Cups, it seems like it does have play. It's definitely a hard counter to Azumarill, but it, it still has a lot of trouble with, with a lot of the meta Pokemon. It even has trouble with a Pokemon like Altaria that you would think it kind of hard counters but there are certain scenarios where Altaria can beat a Dedenne based off the the IVs of the two Pokemon. I would imagine what just the fast move pressure of Dragon Breath alone is this what's gonna stop well, but it? it's a fairy typing though. Yeah, it's it, it doesn't have a lot of bulk. Its stats aren't overwhelmingly great. It takes a lot to get to a fairy charge move. I believe it's just a Pokemon that doesn't really have a lot of play in regular Great League. I'm I'm sure it will have some. But it, it will definitely be better in these in, in these cups where the top twenty Pokemon, which are a lot of Steel Pokemon, think about it. You got Stunkfist, you've got Bastiodon, Registeel, where in these cups those Pokemon are not allowed. Then a Dedenne will have a lot of play. So another event where we talked about this a few weeks ago, where you you are just getting one or two Pokemon every few weeks, as opposed to the massive drop of Pokemon that used to happen in the beginning of the game. I remember Gen 2 was like, boom, here you go. Here's 80 new Pokemon. Go catch them. Now you get one or two new Pokemon every single week. And this time it's the Denny. So overall, though, this event to me is rather underwhelming. That is your favorite word. Underwhelming. Is it? It is. It's your favorite word. Oh. T-shirt design number five. Oh. When are we going to make t-shirts? That's going to be coming up soon. Yeah, yeah. You better get on it, Tom. Now, right? now, now, now we got the full legend team going on. We That's can, right. We can do other things. That's right. Here's your wild spawns for this event. Fennekin, Magnemite, Pikachu, Slugma, Tynamo, Wismer, Blitzel, Cottony, Electrike, Litwick, Darumaka, and the Denny. A lot of electric. A lot of electric. Which, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, I guess you can say it's kind of underwhelming because there's not really that much activity going on be between the new spawns. But I do like the fact that there is a couple of electrics that it's good viable X XL candy at that point. I mean, I want to uh, build up, I think after the Master League put Premier Classic uh, that we have for the next week or two. After that, I'm going to probably want to power up the Shadow Magnezone to level 50. So, Yeah, I agree with you there. 360 XLs. So I think I'm at 320 right now. So, I think really, you know, if I'm looking at this list of Pokemon and I'm saying, what do I need to get myself in this event? Obviously, you want to get yourself a viable Great League to Denny. But I'm looking for a Little Cup Slugma. That too. Because Little Cup Slugma... Is one of those Pokemon, it has Smackdown. It really does create a lot of pressure. Think about the Little Cups, 500 CP. Fast move pressure does a lot of damage for moves like Smackdown if you get it on the right Pokemon. 
and think of what Pokemon are also meta in little cups. When I go back to the Jungle Cup, I think of Lit Leo, a fire Pokemon. Rock is super effective. So just something to me that I will probably try and prioritize if I'm doing any hunting is trying to get a Little Cup Slugma, which is, you know, we talked about this a few episodes ago, Dom. Not only on community days and events am I looking for now Great League, Master League, Ultra League Pokemon, I'm also trying to catch Little Cup Pokemon because there seems to be one or two Little Cups every season in Pokemon Go. And if you're not prepared for that, you can get boat raced like I did in the first few days of Little Jungle Cup, which caused me PvP, PTSD. It took a a while to get rehabilitated for that. The only thing that really brought me back to life was the news of the Pokemon Go Championships. Yeah, I said, oh shit, I gotta get, I gotta get in line. Yeah. I get my ass in line because just to backtrack here a few weeks ago, Little Jungle Cup came out and I, I went in head first without checking PV poke. I didn't do any research or homework into Little Jungle Cup. I just thought, because I had a lot of success in the Element Cup, I got to Legend in Season 8 due to the Element Cup. We had a go battle day on the Element Cup in Season 8. Boom, Legend status. Boom, easy. Got it. So I just walked into the... I did the Conor McGregor walk into the Little Jungle Cup, and I got fucking uppercut. <laughs> okay? <laughs> it's because I wasn't prepared for the Little Jungle Cup meta, and it caused me to to miss a few days of Go Battle League, which we talked about. That's okay. It's okay to miss a few days. And luckily, the news dropped about the Pokemon Go Championships, and it brought me back to life. It gave me... Hope. It, it was it was my anti-drug, is what it was. Out of all the spawns here, I know that there's, I think the new shiny is Blitzel. Pff, I don't care. It's not new new, but yeah. I could care less about this shiny. It's it, I think the first debut of the shiny Blitzel was the event, the fashion event. The fashion one. So this is kind of the first time that the regular Blitzel right. is in the wild. But man, do I not care about shiny Blitzel. I don't mind it. Don't care one bit. I'd rather get me a Slugma. I'd rather get me a, a, a Great League eligible Tynemo, which I don't have. I think they should have released a Deneni Shiny. I mean, it looks like the Lolan Raichu one. We've touched on this before where you feel that every time a new Pokemon is released, it should just be released with the Shiny form. Yeah, I think just in being that this is the feature Pokemon, I think it should just, just to make people go out and find it. Well, people are going to go out and find it regardless. It's just a money grab. We, we've, it's, it's, it's the theme of every week. It's what's Niantic's latest money grab? Well, the one that they've had forever is not releasing a shiny, a Pokemon with its shiny form right away. The shiny Dedenny will be out next year at some point. It'll be a whole nother event, right? Like this one is Blitzel. Ooh, if you're lucky, you might catch you a shiny Blitzel. By the way, were you lucky with the Dia de los Muertos event? Ooh, I were, did. Were I you did, lucky? Uh, no, no, I, did, I didn't you get lucky. You were not lucky. Not for that event, no. I was really lucky. I did I did throw the, the lure up for eight hours and just used the gotcha. Got some good IV Pokemon, but no shinies for those eight hours. It's not shiny. It was Sunflora if you were lucky. <laughs> Sunflora. Let's go, let's go to Sunflora, actually. That's kind of funny because I think I've seen that spawn the most out of anything. That's what I, so you were lucky then. You were really lucky in the Dia de los Muertos event. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad. 
I'm glad. Because it was only if you were lucky. I even found some floras just spawning in the water too. They're just they're just popping everywhere. Well, you must have been really lucky. <laughs> really lucky. The thing I do like about this event is the Swords of Justice trio are back. Uh, I like these Pokemon. I'm especially trying to hunt a shiny Terrakian. And all three of these Pokemon now feature Sacred Sword. Before it was only Cobalion that, that had Sacred Sword. Now all three of them have it. In the Mega Raids, Mega Manectric. Don't care. Yeah, I just only get enough Mega Candy and just wait until it's viable to be used. But yeah, I already did that, so I'm done. Talk about Pokemon that don't need a Mega Evolutionary form. Manectric. No, no, no reason for that. I think they maybe needed an electric Pokemon to give. I think they have one, at least one Pokemon for every single typing. And Mega Manectric is your electric typing. Doesn't need it. Sucks. Could have gone with Mega Ampharos. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Although Mega Ampharos is all uh, electric and dragon. Right, so I think it's more featured as a dragon type when it's mega evolved because it gets access to dragon pulse. I'm gonna use your line I don't care, mega Amphros instead. Don't care. There we go. <laughs> it's actually a famous line from the former NFL quarterback Jake Cutler. <laughs> don't care. Yeah, this event, but going back to the spawn pools, I am looking for uh, was it tiny ammo if that's how you say it. Um, I, I I was actually contemplating maybe using it now after hitting Legend. I was thinking about maybe using Electros with its uh, Spark as its fast move, Crunch, and maybe Dragon Claw. Just with some of the Pokemon that we've been typically seeing as far as the Trevidant in the back or, or the Dragonites. But, eh, you know, I did find a good one, but I'm not going to use it just yet maybe. But just saving something good. You know what's really cool about this event? There's fireworks. Only at night. Oh, is that true? I think so. I mean, now, now, I don't know. now this event just totally sucks. <laughs> now this event just totally sucks. A couple of things here. Friendship bonuses. You get double the uh, friendship level increases here for opening a gift. You're able to open up 45 gifts a day as well. So for somebody like me who opens up zero, I'll still be able to open up zero gifts because that's what I do. Sounds good. Until they find a way to make that go faster, I won't do it. As it far takes, as what the, opening to get the gifts, best, opening oh. gifts, it takes way too much time. There is, there is a trick. What's the trick? There is the trick. So when you so when you go up opening up the gift or even sending it, you know the X button right there. Mm -hmm. So once you click on the send, hit the the X button. Look, I I I, I know that trick. It still takes too long. Oh my god! There no, should be a way on. to mass send gifts. Well, yeah, that would be the next best thing. But yeah, Pokemon Go is a game that loves to make you waste uh, an unnecessary amount of time on things that make the game not enjoyable. I know I'm not the first person to say this. I don't have any interest in opening gifts. If you want to level up friendships with me, battle me or raid with me on my one free raid pass a day. That's the only way. I will open a gift once a week, maybe. Sounds like the Zach Spotlight Hour. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But yeah, look, all, all together, always I always appreciate events. I like when they make them tie into the real world. This one is celebrating Diwali, which is a pretty cool holiday. I, I appreciate the 
effort by Niantic here to try something new, new Pokemon. Just, uh, I don't know. I felt like they could have done more with this. I don't know what that is specifically, but that's it's not my job. Plus, they won't listen to me. So, you know, the, the spawns to me are rather underwhelming. I just don't have that much interest in going out and grinding for this event. They should have maybe not. I don't know if I would say do more, but maybe balance out the event time. Because we're getting, what, nine days it's of not, this? Yeah, it's nine days. I mean, this is basically carrying us over to whatever the Diamond and Pearl event's going to be. Because the Dia de Muertos, we should have got maybe an extra day or two, you know? Just but, kinda... that, but that one's always been every year. It's been one or two days. They're consistent with that. And, and I, don't, I don't disagree with you, but at least they're consistent on that. Yeah. Like, hey, this event is one day. Boom. Yeah, I think this event's a little too long, but they're just trying to... This is the bridge to the Diamond and Pearl event. The Diamond and Pearl event, I'm... Expecting is going to be pretty cool because, you know, they, they've already released, uh, I think Pokeminers released that all the shiny Pokemon are getting hats, which by God, they better be able to evolve. I, I cannot stand a special Pokemon, a, a costume Pokemon or a hat Pokemon that cannot evolve because I'm not a collector. I don't really collect in this game. So if you're going to release the starter Pokemon with hats and costumes, make make them be eligible to evolve. I think some of my cool, some of my favorite Non-regular Pokemon are the clone Pokemon. That was cool, yes. The clone Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur, to me, are some of the coolest-looking Pokemon in the game. And what's also really unfortunate is you're not going to be able to Mega Evolve them, which, to me, is ridiculous. Whatever. I would love more clone Pokemon. I think they should do more clone Pokemon. I don't know why they haven't done it. I think those are some of the most badass-looking Pokemon is that the, the, the Kanto starters with the clone whatever it is on their skin. I, I love those Pokemon. I wish they would do more of those. And they should have those as shiny too. I don't I don't see why not. I know it's not part of it in the movie, but you know, just for that extra rarity on top. The icing on the cake. Yeah, that'd be know? a badass uh black Charizard, man. Yeah. Oh but those cool. looks will be like having those scars on the side. Yeah, I, I love those clone Pokemon. I oh, wish the, they would come out with more of those. Even Venusaur is nice as a shiny too. I mean it just looks badass. Now, the one cool feature about this event, Dom, is what we've been dying for, which is the Shadow event. Hallelujah. We've got our Team Rocket event coming up here on the 9th. If you're listening to this podcast after it is dropped, that, is, that will be tomorrow. If not, hopefully you didn't miss it, because this is an event that typically comes around about once every six months. Three, three, yeah, yeah, three, four. It's been a while I mean, since the last while. one. I think the last one you said was in June. Something like that. But, I mean, that was from this year. I mean, it seemed like they usually been doing it every, like, four months or something like that. It seemed like, like, quarterly. I remember the first time that they did the event to the second time. It was about six months. Yeah. I didn't understand at the time the value in TMing frustration away. I at one point tried to use frustration. It is god awful. <laughs> but it's the best. When it you get, is god awful. <laughs> it's the best when you get a shield out of it. <laughs> oh man, it takes forever to get to it, and it does no damage. I was so disappointed when I tried that one time. <laughs> it should be like a weather ball clone in a sense, but you get damage upon yourself as well too because you're that frustrated. It is awful. It is an awful move. Uh, but this is this is a very important. Shadow event. I know that uh, I think both you and I are hanging on to a lot of shadow Pokemon that need to be TM'd. TM frustration away on the 9th, and there will also be uh, extra rocket grunts out there. 
no word on if there's any new Rocket Pokemon. I wish there was, but... Or at least the the switch up with the leaders, because we haven't had that in a while, too. Correct, correct. And I, I know that it has been data mined that Lugia will be coming soon to, I believe it's Giovanni, right? Giovanni will feature Lugia pretty soon. However, there's been some talk about whether it's a Shadow Lugia or it's the Lugia from the game Gale of Darkness, which was, a, I believe, a Nintendo GameCube game hmm. way back when. But I, I believe this is just going to be a Shadow Shadow Lugia, right? We had yeah. Shadow Ho-Oh, Shadow Lugia makes the most sense. So Lugia, definitely one of my favorite Pokemon in Pokemon Go. Uh, please, God, don't get a shitty IV. Please, please, right? Isn't that always the case with these Shadow Pokemon? But if you do, do not, do not purify. Do really? not purify. Yeah, okay? Nope. <laughs> Make sure... That uh, if you're weeping because your IVs suck, you do not mistakenly tap the purify button like Boy Ghost did. Yep. Do not ever do that. So uh, that will be happening on the 9th, an event that we've all been really wondering when the next one was going to be. And here it is. So Tuesday, a very, very important day, a day not to miss. At least spend 30 minutes TMing whatever uh, shadow Pokemon that you have frustration on, make sure that you take the time to do that at some point on Tuesday. Now, they do have, I remember from previously that when we were just talking about this, when it was going to come up, that they haven't really disclosed if it's going to be just for the day, for a couple hours, if it's going to be for the week. I still been trying to look at that, and I don't think I can find anything yet, so... Yeah, like you're saying, just make sure that on the ninth that you do do that just in case it's only for a couple hours or just for that day itself because it's been forever. So you already cleaned out the bag. I would just double check and make sure that you just spend time on that day just to do it just in case it's only for the for the day or just for those couple hours in itself. So, I mean, I already trashed out the shadows that are not good. I think I have 95 to actually TM. Wow. So um, some of them are just, I would say maybe... 20 of those are really good PvP IVs and the rest is kind of like decent. Maybe it's there if I'm going to use it or not. But hey, you know, like I said, when are we going to get another shadow event? Who knows? Definitely agree. Definitely agree. I have not counted how many I have, but it'll be a day where I dedicate at least 30 minutes to checking my bag and seeing what Pokemon I have in both my accounts that I that I play with and make sure that I have TM'd frustration away. So definitely an event on Tuesday to set aside time for and make sure that you at least take the time to uh, get those Shadow Pokemon ready for Go Battle League. Moving along, Dom, now that we're both legends, have you been trying to get your sets in every day? And I'm, and I'm coming at it from this way. I played a lot of the Halloween Cup because what I found in the Ultra League Premier Classic was that the meta was virtually the same it was three or four seasons ago. Yes, Trevenant is heavy in the meta now, right? As long as you have one, because you have to have one that's not XL'd. But basically, I saw the same teams I saw three or four seasons ago, Empoleon, Double Dragon, Snorlax with a, a Charmer, XYZ. And I got bored of it. I, I played the Halloween Cup I played about two or three sets on Go Battle Day. It wasn't a priority. I had a family member's birthday that day, and I was already legend. 
since the Halloween Cup left, I've been so disinterested in the Ultra League Premier Classic because I'm honestly disappointed that everybody's just running the same shit as always, as it was three or four seasons ago. And I was very much looking forward to the Ultra League Premier Classic. I hated that the meta was basically the same it was from a few seasons ago. So I've just been waiting up until the the league switched tomorrow. It's going to be Master League, Master League Premier Classic. I think Master League is your favorite or, or, or Classic is your favorite. And then we have the Kanto Cup starting tomorrow, which I'm very much looking forward to. I am hoping to have the fire reignited to play my sets again. I think it's an interesting topic of discussion, which I don't know if we'll talk about today, but it's just the fact that, yes, with having social media and, and everyone sharing their teams and their success and what works for them when they hit legend, a lot of people are not really going outside their comfort zone Agreed. and you know creating new teams and and playing around to make something that really, really works. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, with with Ultra League Premier Classic, I mean, that that is still one of my favorite leagues in, in, in itself. And yes, the Master League Premier Classic as well, too. I mean, everything that we had before XL, I just, I loved how the leagues were played out. Still a little iffy about Great League, but that's beside the point. I mean, the fact that, you know, there was just a lot more exploration, and yes, I think I was slightly disappointed. The fact that there wasn't really thing, there wasn't really anything more than just the Trevident, the Sylveon. Um, I don't think I've seen anything that was really, really new and different as far as spice goes. And, and to me, Sylveon didn't feel all that different because it's a Charmer. Yeah, and on Charmers only do one thing, and it's try to beat you down with your fast move. And you can get to the size shock quicker than Clefable, but besides that, no. But it doesn't. It, it doesn't feel. All that different, Sylveon from a Clefable or a Togekiss. It, you know, obviously, the typings are a little different, and they have access to different moves. But their main priority on those Pokemon is to beat you down with Charm. Yep. So to me, it didn't matter if it's Sylveon or or Wrigleytuff or Clefable or whatever it is. It, it's it's a Charmer. It's a Charmer. So I didn't even notice that Sylveon. I, obviously, I know that Sylveon was new, but it didn't do anything to move the needle in terms of how different it was this time around because it's a Charmer. It's the same thing as Wigglytuff. It's just trying to beat you down with charm is all I, it's trying to do. I think the the fact that was that was really surprising, I showcased it in, in the video, in King's video as well too, is seeing a trainer actually use Shadow Executor as the lead, which was Spice in itself, but then having Jellison in the back. It's a 100% one. It's not fully maxed out. Right. But I don't think I've seen a Jellicent in the past two weeks besides that one time. And that alone was just enough for me to be like, oh, I mean, with my team, it, it worked out well still. But I was like, wow, at least it was a little bit refreshing, a little bit different. Right. You and you, there's a bunch of Pokemon that you could do that. Like if you saw a Mandibuzz, it wouldn't be fully powered up to 2400 or whatever it is at level 50. Uh, Obama Snow doesn't get to, I think it gets to like 2200 at level 40. Uh, yeah, I think so. So there's a lot of Pokemon that you could have seen like that. But my 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 overall point here is just that I was uh, disappointed in what people were running. But everyone's which I don't, trying. I, I don't know if it's fair or not to say that. I'm just telling you how I feel. I got very bored with it very quick. A, I was already legend. And B, it was the same shit as it was three or four seasons ago. All, all, the only thing that was new was Trevenant. That was it. That was the only thing that was new this time around. Which, which was the rise in the past couple days or so was definitely Trevident for sure, without a doubt. But yeah, I mean, it just really comes down to the person, the, what they're trying to do. I mean, you were trying to hit Legend. I mean, most likely they're going to go with the meta team or something that most people were going with. I mean, I've seen so many of the Needle Queen 
uh, Obsagoon and, and Crobat teams. It, it just once I figured out how the team, my team works against it, that's it. It was just game over. So it, it just helped me climb a lot more. But I don't know. I mean, if you're trying to hit leaderboards, yeah, you're going to kind of see a little bit of that meta again with a little bit of spice here nor there. And I don't know. It's 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 very, very interesting. It's a very weird position to be in as far as where we're at right now, season nine. But the fact of just we're, we're seeing quite a bit of similar teams and your statement alone just backs it up that with this league that we all truly loved, it's pretty much the same stuff that we've seen from prior seasons. And it's it's very shocking that we didn't really have anything new, new in the game that's causing a new meta shift or rise besides just Trevenant because I don't care about Sylvia. Yeah, well, I think a lot of the new Pokemon that have been introduced in the last few months are Ultra League viable at level 50. So I think that's where that comes from. There not being a, a, a lot of change to the meta in Ultra League Premier Classic because there hasn't been a lot of Pokemon that have been introduced except for Trevenant that have viability in Ultra League Premier Classic at level 40 is I think what, what what's happened there. And look, a lot of people are trying to get the legend because of the Pokemon Go Championships. Yeah, I, I'm disappointed that the meta was virtually the same as it was a few seasons ago, but I understand. I understand what's happening. And so for me, I just I lost a lot of interest in in this last week. You know, I, I didn't play Go Battle Day very much. And I think tomorrow I'll, I, I will have my interest sparked again because we'll have Kanto Cup, which is fun. Although I would like to see some of these other regional cups. I'd like to see a Sinnoh Cup and a Johto Cup. But... Yeah, just the last week for me. I, I when this when season nine was announced, I circled Ultra League Premier Classic on the calendar. And I'm gonna be honest with you, if it wasn't for Halloween Cup bleeding over into the time frame that Ultra League and Ultra League Premier Classic was around, the last two weeks for me were irrelevant. Just for me. Me personally. I'm right, not saying right, for anybody right. else. I'm just saying for my interest, and a lot of that has to do with A, me hitting Legend, and B, just other people trying to get Legend, which I absolutely understand completely. So they're using a lot of meta Pokemon. No, it's I can, I can see that for sure. I mean, surprisingly enough, as much as there's, there has been a lot of the same team comps or at least similar Pokemon from prior seasons, having classic this time around for ultra league premier classic it's it's been pretty refreshing for me because it it was balanced in my minds in the back of my minds because at least when we had master league classic for the past couple seasons i i've been arguing the fact that this has been the most balanced pokemon in the league that we had in a long time and when we had the classic premiere just now you know ending now but you know, having it for this past two weeks, I've been, I almost can say the same thing as well too. Like the teams were balanced. There wasn't really like a Pokemon that was too toxic. I mean, maybe Needlequeen, but there, there wasn't really too toxic of a Pokemon, something that was just like over dominating everything. I mean, if you didn't have the right team comp, which, you know, that everyone was using very similar teams, but if you didn't have like the right team comp, you know, then you're going to be bound to lose or you're going to have more of a struggle. But it really then comes down to your gameplay and what mistakes in your trainer makes. But I almost feel like you're going to probably feel happy for the first couple of days with Kanto and, and Master League Classic. And maybe you're going to have the same feeling afterwards because, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to probably jump into Master League Classic first 
Yeah. And I'm going to probably see the double steel line again. And then we're going to probably see a shitload of excadrills. And then it's just going to be a whole cycle of meta changing from there. Yeah, I'm going to try my OG, OG, OG team, which is Hippowdon and Metagross. And I don't remember what the third Pokemon is, but you could probably, it's probably a fighter. It worked for, for me so, I almost reached Legend in Season 2, and it, it, it got me to Legend in Season 3. However, Drillbur and Excadrill were not really prevalent at that time. So, I'll run it for a few days. We'll see uh, what the meta looks like in Master League Classic. But if I see a lot of Excadrills, the Powdon is not going to be very viable. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't necessarily figured out what team I'm going to run, but I don't know. I think it's going to probably be running around with Metagross at least because that's what everyone's going to be picking or or using as a counter too. So I don't know. Oh, it was it was uh, Hippowdon, Mamoswine, and Metagross. There we go. That was the team. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty spicy. Yeah. I think the team that I used from prior seasons, but I'm definitely not going to be using it, was Togekiss as a lead with double steel in the back. See, I would destroy was, you. Which Just was, kidding, you uh, destroy me. <laughs> which was, was it, Metagross and, and Shadow Zone. And sometimes I was using Zap Cannon before Zap Cannon got its uh, its buff. And Shadow Zone with the Zap Cannon, yeah, one shot's a lot of things. Oh, uh, Let me tell you, man, that's why I really like running Porygon. is because everyone's expecting the Tri-Attack, which still hits pretty hard. Oh, yeah. But if you can build up to that Zap Cannon, and it can take out a lot of Pokemon in uh, Ultra League Premier Classics, so it doesn't take out any of the Grass types or anything. So then I'll just I'll, I'll throw a double Tri Attack at that point. But oh, I love running Porygon Z in Ultra League. I love running Porygon Z. I wonder can he can he use that for Master League? You could, probably could. It's a it's a very Glass Cannony Pokemon. So it's it's kind of the Pokemon that you you want to shield if the opponent throws a move before you do because you want to try to get that attack and defense debuff. Try attack it has a 50% chance to debuff the opponent's attack and defense. So you want to try and get that debuff first, but uh it all, it also has access to blizzard. So double it, nuke it. Yeah, it, it depends on how you really want to run the Porygon. But Zap Cannon does get a 100% attack drop also. So even at worst, if you get shielded on the Zap Cannon, you get the attack debuff, so that helps. But it's also a Pokemon that, you know, if they pull out a Machamp, whew, you're in trouble. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up uh, through PV Poke and just double-checking again with, with Pokemon, the top ones that we're going to probably see. Number one, which is not really a surprise this time around because I have been seeing it quite a bit for Ultra League, Premier Classic was Gyarados, but it's Shadow Gyarados is number one, followed by with Metagross number two. And then we have our two other famous dragons, Garchomp and Dragonite, following by our Shadow Snorlax, and then, yep, Excadrill number six and Togekiss number seven. So all those Pokemon, except for Excadrill, and I would say it's a pretty neutral matchup against Snorlax, Hippowdon does really well against, because its yep. fast move is Ice Fang. Right. So it chunks Garchomp. It chunks uh, Dragonite, Togekiss. It 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 doesn't chunk Gyarados, but it does pretty well against Gyarados. It can, and it can also survive in Aqua Tail as well. So, yeah, I'll give it a shot. We'll see. I'll have a report for you next week on the episode. But speaking of next week, we have a special guest coming on the podcast. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ruin it. I'm not gonna tell you who it is. But if you want some tips, 
and and you want to have some swag as well, then you got to tune in next week to our episode here on the Go Battlecast podcast. And that's where you're going to get the deep dive of all the information. Oh, 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 look what you did there. Look what you did there. You're a sneaky bitch, Dom. <laughs> I see what you did there. Thanks for catching an episode of Go Battlecast. To catch them all, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information, check out Go Battlecast on Twitter to connect with Zach and Dom. We'll see you next time.